everyone, this is Emily from The Female Abroad, and you are listening to the Incurable Wonderlusts podcast, which offers tips, tricks, and trips to help make you a more confident and knowledgeable traveler. Here we provide and discuss firsthand knowledge from our trips to make sure your trip planning is easier. Be sure to follow so you can find this podcast when you really need it and visit thefemaleabroad.com for podcast transcripts, our social media links, and more information that can help you with all your travel planning. There we are. Good morning, Leticia. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing very well. Thank you for having me today. Wonderful. Well, thank you for being on the show. I am going to be talking to you about your South America trip, which sounds extremely interesting and a headache. <laughs> yes, <laughs> all that together. <laughs> so we're you... traveling. <laughs> oh, gosh, I can only imagine. <laughs> um, so where did you end up going? Um, so it was originally a combined trip for Peru and Bolivia and then I had an extension to Colombia um I'm traveling I was traveling alone because that's what I do I'm a sole traveler and things did not exactly turn out the way it was originally planned oh no do you want to go more in depth into that (laughs) um sure so um since it was back in April and May the entire trip was um about a month long. Oh wow. Um so it was still during the pandemic. So we needed to be vaccinated. I had taken a test before flying to Peru. So I know that I was not sick or anything. Um I got there, started the trip. I I joined a group of um eight other people since I'm still traveling I didn't want to do everything alone Makes to do the excursions for security reasons mm. um so we started we arrived um I arrived in Lima and then we went down the coast to Paracas um we went to see the Nazca lines oh nice how was that like a really small plane well, the first plane, they it was really just four people, including me and the pilot and co-pilot. Um, I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> first time we do a tour um, on the ground and then they stop the plane. They let us out and say, oh, we have some papers, paperwork to check. It's like something's really wrong. And... It happened that the plane had some technical issues. Oh no! <laughs> to another plane. <laughs> so that was a, it. Was already a small plane, and you know we were kind of nervous. Um, the second plane went out really, really well. Um, it's very bumpy, and we turn around a lot. Like it's go goes, you know, very much on the right and the left, so we can see all the different lines and what it represents. Oh, um, I didn't get sick, so I was really happy about that. Uh, and that lasted about 30 minutes, but it goes really fast. Like we don't really see the time goes by. Um, since the trip plan was Peru and Colombia and um, Bolivia, we were supposed to get tested for COVID so we could cross the border um, with the 
with the van, the minivan we had. Okay. So okay. it was a port in Peru, Bolivia, and then cross the border again to finish Peru. So it was not entirely Peru and then Bolivia. It was really the combination. So four days in, um, everybody gets tested and my test comes out positive for COVID. Oh. And like, this is, you know, there has to be a mistake because I had been there for four days. I knew my test before flying out from France to Peru was negative. And I knew not everybody had gotten tested before arriving to Lima. That so, question. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. I got tested again because we thought it was, you know, maybe a lab error or something. And turns out it was really positive. And when that happened, they realized I was not going to be able to cross to Bolivia. Oh, so no. I was going to be stuck um, on the other side of the border. So they took me, um, the rest of the group went they took me to the next um, step, like the next destination when they were coming back from Bolivia. So I stayed in Puno for a long time, for a whole week. Oh, wow. And there is not much to do in Puno for a whole week. This is not. It's uh, by the Lake Titicaca. Mm. So it was very frustrating to be stuck in a hotel room at 4,000 meters. Oh. So I had the altitude, you know, because like it was so high, the headache, really bad headaches. I would go down to the front desk at the hotel to get some oxygen. Oh, wow. So I'm not sure what were really the COVID symptoms because it was so mixed up with being so high in altitude that it was a very interesting experience. I can only imagine. <laughs> I lost an entire week. I've never got to go to Bolivia. And it and that has been a mess because I don't speak Spanish. I'm not fluent in Spanish. I speak just a little. So just to go to the pharmacy, just explain. You don't want to say COVID because, you know, then Everyone's everybody. Yeah. Of course, taking my precaution, I had a mask and everything. I was not. Um, putting anyone in danger I was just getting my medication and getting some food and you know locking myself out oh, in my hotel room for oh. an entire week <laughs> oh my gosh that's so, too bad you couldn't see like Titicaca oh um, I did afterwards um, oh, after seven days I could go to the um, the floating islands the Uros floating islands um, I did all the visits afterwards and then after Puno, we went to Cusco, and then I could do all the um, all the attractions there, everything that was to see. It just I literally lost the whole week and could never go to Bolivia. Oh, so that was the most frustrating because I really wanted to visit La Paz. Um, I just couldn't go there, and oh. it's been a mess with the insurances. It's been. I can't everything, imagine. When, you know, when one thing goes wrong, then everything goes super wrong. It's like a domino thing. Oh, definitely. I experienced that. Oh, no. <laughs> right there. At least you got a good story out of it. That's one thing. 
I got lucky, you know, all in all, because being so high in altitude at 4,000 meters, had I not been healthy to begin with, getting COVID there could have been really, really bad in a foreign country on the other side of the globe. Um, not everything, you know, the medical system, I know it's not the same as, you know, back home. And our guide, Juanita, she was really awesome. And she told us that um, a lot of businesses did not close during the pandemic. A lot of things kept running besides tourism because the country was closed. So no tourism, of course, but it was not like in France, business were closed, but the government kept paying you know, business owners and employees and we, we got money, not every country or everyone got that. Yeah. And the medical system is not the same. So I was really upset for a long time, especially at the insurances because I lost everything literally. But my health saved me. And it's that's what matters in the end, that wherever you go, even if you go alone, that, you know, if you're healthy, then you can at least trust that to get you out of the way of everything. Oh, completely. <laughs> yes, it's true. If you were sick at all before you went or you had asthma or something. It no, was no, 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 I didn't have anything. Yeah, no, no, I didn't have anything. Yeah, um, I, I got very lucky. And had I tested positive before flying there, I would have never, I would have canceled the whole trip, of course. But then I learned that in that small group, some people had been sick before, like a oh. few days before, but did not test again before flying to Peru. I was like, that's not fair. You know, you just go across the ocean across the globe and then people are not playing fair so no. they get to stick and but anyway That's it, it was a good experience I got I was afraid not to be able to do all the um, um excursions like I went to the mountain of the seven colors oh so I haven't heard of that one that's um I did the the one that's less than three hours. I did. I haven't done the longest one, but another one. And since it was just a few days after I was, you know, um, I had finished the, uh, you know, locking myself out in the in the hotel room. I was afraid that you know my lungs were not gonna hold on, <laughs> hold me for all that time. But it was it was really good and. I was proud of myself. It was I could breathe normally after that. And I know some people had um, bad experience with the disease and had lungs issues lo a long time after getting it. Um, luckily, it wasn't my experience and my body held on and I could, you know, finish the trip in Peru, um, visit Cusco and visit Machu Picchu. Um, Machu Picchu yeah and things around um as well um a lot of Inca history and I was we had so much information that at some point you know we were like okay I'm not registering anymore this is not <laughs> <laughs> my brain is not printing this anymore oh it sounds like you had a really good tour who was it that you booked with if you don't mind me asking um, 
he was um, a subtractor of uh, an agency called Eva Neos. Um, let me see if I can find their name exactly. Oh, it's called Franco Andino. Franco Andino. Okay. Of course. Yeah. It sounds like they really took care of you. Yeah. And they checked like when I was um, alone in the hotel and, you know, tested positive, they were checking on me. How are you doing? Do you need anything? Um, I didn't need anything. I mean, I couldn't really do much. I was <laughs> so, but it was nice that they were checking on me. Um, and then when I flew out to Colombia, um, they were also there for me. Like that was really the the extension of the trip. It was really a solo trip, no group or anything that I had booked everything on my own. So my first concern was, do they need me to get tested again or not? Because I didn't know. And they, like, to enter Colombia, we didn't need to. Oh, so that's like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but then I, let's go to Colombia. So that's what I did. And the end of the trip was a lot more fun. Oh, that's good. So did you like Colombia? I, li- I actually like Colombia better. Um yeah. Um, I had always wanted to go, so I flew, um, well, from Cusco, I went back to Lima, and then from Lima, I flew to Bogota. Okay. Um, and I've always wanted to go to uh, Cartagena, so that's the whole trip. I didn't care much about Bogota, because I know it's just a big you know, metropolitan city. And it, it was not so much about that, but it was more about the coast. So I went to the Islam Mukura, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so that's very, that was very like paradise island. <laughs> <laughs> and at the beginning of May, it was so empty. Oh. With 20 guests in this resort on that island in the Caribbean. Nobody was there. It was super oh. quiet. Super... So that was so good for me, like resourceful. And so I could relax after everything, after being so angry <laughs> at my insurances and everything. Oh my gosh, I can only imagine. You know, missing a part of my trip. I was like, okay, now I get to breathe. It's just me. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> so it, it was really, really fun. Got oh. to see a little there as well uh and then after the island i went to cartagena and um the, a lot of street art a lot of um history bright colors yeah history and bright colors that i think that's what i love the most about colombia all the bright colors everywhere that resonated a lot with me oh um, good. it was beautiful and every time i had um a pickup or a, I was getting picked up from somewhere or a drop off the the drivers were always really nice telling me since I was alone don't go there or don't go in this area at night or don't go you know too close to this uh this city or this area because oh. um, you know not to get in trouble like all oh, drug dealers go there at about 7 p.m do not go there oh wow <laughs> I think I'm, I'll follow your advice. <laughs> so, yeah, but since it's just me, I'm I'm very careful. So I know a lot of people and a lot of women tend to be scared when traveling alone in some countries, and I can understand that. 
Mm -hmm. But if you kind of plan out things and if, you know, you're not out when it's dark or, I mean, I'm, I'm, no, I'm, I know I'm careful because you never know. I oh, mean, totally. Like, especially with Colombia and Peru. I mean, South America, you hear it's either absolutely amazing or someone's had a problem. So mm -hmm. being a solo traveler there, I'm glad that you had such a great experience. And mm -hmm. the fact that even just like your taxi drivers, it sounds like just giving you a little feedback and being helpful. That's fantastic. It makes they, they were so friendly. Everybody was very friendly um just in their way of speaking because they could see that I was not from there that my Spanish was fluent so I would always switch to English I started in Spanish and then I would switch because <laughs> I didn't have enough vocabulary so, <laughs> so <they knew. laughs> well, at least they were able to talk you know, it's, it's easy to interact with people um so it, it I can understand how easily it would be for a woman to kind of fall for um Colombian men or you know get in trouble if they're not to be trusted or not I mean not that we would know that in 10 minutes but <laughs> that is probably really really easy because there was this ongoing charm and it's uh. just there, like read really I think it's in their blood or something <laughs> <laughs> they're very suave <laughs> absolutely it was um i would have liked to stay longer um in colombia but then i had to come back <laughs> isn't that the way though when you travel you finally found a place you're happy you're getting the thing swing of things and then all of a sudden you have to fly home <laughs> yeah and especially when you you know you get the rhythm of how things are going there and and my spanish was getting better <laughs> <That's good. laughs> like this is oh damn it it's the time I need to go now <laughs> yeah, it was really fun probably um for another trip I'd like to do um maybe Panama Costa Rica Panama and go back to Colombia instead oh. of doing South America more like Central America and kind of go back to Colombia <laughs> I absolutely loved Panama. I was there back in 2019. Oh, gorgeous country. Lots of fun. We went in November. It turned out that they have a ton of festivals. So the city was so quiet. Yeah, I, it was great. We loved it. So I highly recommend Panama. <laughs> Definitely on my list then. <laughs> There's so many, so many places to see. And I was so disappointed not to, to make it to Bolivia. Yeah, I was really disappointed. One of my friends is actually doing a solo tour of um, the entire um, Central America, yeah, Central America and um, South America. She's currently in Argentina, so oh, she's wow. done like one country one after another, taking buses, and so it's longer. It's it's yeah. been like four months already. I, oh, wow. I took I took flights from one country. Well, it was just two since I couldn't make it the third <laughs> one. But, well, so it's, you know, in a shorter period of time, it's easier if you fly. But it's more expensive. Of but course. if you have more time um, and you can do more things with a bus, um, 
then it's going to be cheaper. So it depends how, you know, how much time people have, what the budget is, because everything. Yeah. Budget, right? <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> so what was your favorite thing across the entire trip? Um, it was uh, get some money in uh, Cartagena, one of the street art um, places in the old part of the city. Mm-hmm. Um, it was everywhere and all those colors. And um, um, yeah, I got some clothes and I got some jewelry as well with bright colors. <laughs> so we don't find those here. It's so typical that... I was really um really happy and and blessed to to go and um on a more spiritual way I, I really had a great time at the Machu Picchu in uh in Peru because we can feel the and sense those high vibration it's really a very special place so Oh, I've always wanted to go to Machu Picchu, so I'm a little jealous. <laughs> <laughs> Next trip, but yeah. yeah, I'm sure you'll have a great time when you get there. Um, did you take the train from Cusco up, or did you hike? Yeah, we. I took the train. Yeah, and um, spent the night at the Machu Picchu Pueblo at Agua Calientes, and then what I didn't know and what I regretted the most there, it's um. It's it's so very touristic that you have like three hours oh. to do the tour there, depending if you do the shorter one or the longest one. With our guide, we did the, the longest one. Uh, but it's very timed. Like everything is like you have to respect the schedule. Oh, you wow. enter at this specific time and you need to be out by that specific time. I didn't know that. I thought you could, you know, stay there and enjoy, but there's so many, and I understand, you know, that it has to be structured and organized. Otherwise people would just spend days there, would never leave. Yeah. Um, but since I didn't know, it was very, to me, it was like cattle-like, you know, oh, like okay. take a group they enter, they see, they take their picture, they get out. Next group, to I had that feeling, and that that bothered me. Yeah, that's something I wouldn't expect. It, it was, it was strange because you we could see all the buses coming, and then, and everybody wants that experience, so it has to be organized. Of course, that makes perfect sense. The feeling, though, when you're there and you see how it works and how they make it work, it's strange. That, to me, was really strange. Yeah, but, I guess trial and error. Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, at least you're still able to go. That's one perk, yeah. I guess, after being quarantined for a week. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> that was Maybe it wasn't the right time. I don't know. Maybe I, I wanted to go. I it was from mid-April to mid-May, and I was told it was one of the best times to go in spring because afterward, you know, following months, it gets colder. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, we were the first group, like mid-April, was when they reopened Peru. Oh, okay. So like three weeks before, um, I had a different 
itinerary because they wanted to have us fly from Peru to Bolivia. Mm. It ended being crossing with the van. Well, for me, it ended not crossing with the van, <laughs> but, but they had to change it. I know the travel agent kept changing it because of what the last news of, you know, what the Peruvian government was saying because of the pandemic. That must have been a little frustrating being on your toes constantly. Yeah, and to everybody had masks still everywhere, every time you enter something. So we have pictures. That that is strange, right? When you look back at your pictures, like, oh yeah, that pandemic. Because <laughs> we tend to forget when nobody's sick anymore or not that many people. Yeah. And then oh yeah, it was that time. You know, it just put us back to a different period in time, even though it was just a few months ago. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. But at least we could travel. Definitely. Having everything canceled. and Yeah, in 20 years, you'll look back and there's just a capture of that moment in time that hopefully we don't have to keep repeating for the next 10 years. <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> that was for people who love traveling. That was the most frustrating just to not be able to go out of the country. I had a, a trip um, to the U.S. actually in May 2020 that was planned. Yeah. Uh, well, that never happened. I mean, borders were closed. We couldn't go anywhere. So. Yeah, it definitely changed things. A few years later, it's like, oh, okay, now we can actually <laughs> go places and see things <laughs> well and going from france to south america is a good way to just completely shake things up that's for sure after two years yes <laughs> <laughs> just being you know stuck at home or not being able to to travel much it was it was an interesting experience yeah huh so are there any like tips that you would have, like how to interact with people? Did you notice anything culturally that you need to do or not do? Mm, what I noticed was that it's different from France, for example. When you go to a pharmacy and ask for something for a headache or, you know, in France, they, they'll give you, if you have a headache, you go to pharmacy, they'll give you a box of aspirin or, you know, and there they'll give you the pill like per unit. So oh. they'll ask you, how many do you need? Like, I don't know. <laughs> how many do you think I need? <laughs> I, I don't know. So I was counting. So let's say one in the morning, one in the evening. So like, okay, just give me six and we'll see after three days how I'm feeling. I don't know. How do you make it? <laughs> Usually I get the whole box, so I'm not worried about it. So yeah. it was interesting um, oh. how it was done. And there's no waste that way, right? I mean, if you if I have a whole box and I'm not using everything, it's in a drawer somewhere, I'm not using it. Um, but if I only have like six, I know that I'm good to go for three days and yeah. then I'll see. So that was a big cultural difference for me. Mm. Um, other than that, people are very friendly. Uh, I've met wonderful people. Our guide was awesome. We had um, great food. Oh, I'm not I'm not a foodie, 
to begin with. So I don't never really come much about food, but we had excellent food. Oh, what was your favorite? Interesting. Um, a lot of fish. So that was good. I don't eat much meat, so I couldn't say much about that. But um, a lot of different sauce. Um, we had uh, like grilled corn um, that we could just eat like, like a snack. Not more like, like a street corn a almost like in yeah. a mm -hmm. yeah it was everything was so interesting and um I was trying to remember the name of the alcohol that we had disco because <laughs> that was yeah that disco <laughs> was that was really good yeah oh. that was really really good I love Pisco. That it's so hard to find, but they started bringing it up here in Canada. Oh, really? Yeah. So as soon as I find like Pisco sours, I just grab them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that kind of makes you feel it's so you can plan your trip to Peru, right? <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I get to pick your brain now too. <laughs> Like, no oh, yeah that was really good and we visited you know a place where they make it and um oh that's cool like a factory and it is really interesting so they can explain they can show you how it is made and sometimes you want to ask them and is there like a secret ingredient well we're not gonna tell you everything <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, fine i don't need to know everything <laughs> They're worried you're going to take it and make it at home. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't buy um, any because since Peru was the beginning of my trip and I still had, you know, another three weeks to go. Um, Be too easy know, to break the bottle. Uh, yeah. And then my luggage, well, I already had a lot of things. So <laughs> tends to be how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would you so have just. But uh, just little souvenirs. I just bought little things. Well, at least you helped the local economy somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Would Do you have any advice for any solo female travelers that might want to take the trip or something similar? Um, do not take an extra insurance special COVID because they're useless. Oh, <laughs> that's good. I had, I had um, the insurance with my credit card the gold credit card, whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, and I had taken an extra insurance uh, in case I would get COVID, right? So you would think that it will work <laughs> in my case. Oh, no. So those extra insurances, it only works if you get hospitalized oh. or, or if you get sent back to your country. So for that week you were quarantined, did you have to pay for that hotel? Yes. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, I had to pay for that and I lost the, the Bolivia the week Bolivia that was never reimbursed. Oh wow. So since it was, you know, four days after I arrived in South America, I was not gonna cancel an entire month. Yeah. Of and go home had I done that that insurance would have worked and there was no home inside yeah. with your money <laughs> yeah <laughs> so there was no way I was canceling everything so 
that extra insurance was useless. So don't don't buy it. Don't take an extra insurance. <laughs> That's good to know. <laughs> or take it, but make sure you get sick the last few days of your trip. <laughs> not not the you know the three or four first days. No, uh -huh. no, no, don't do that. <laughs> Land, rush, do what you want to do, and then start to get yeah. sick. <laughs> yeah. yeah, had it been the last three days, I could have canceled and, you know, gone home mm -hmm. three days early, and then I would have gotten somebody back. That would make sense, of course. No, three, <laughs> four days in, no, I have too much booked to see. So, yeah, bad timing, but... I how um, long was the flight over that must have been quite the whole um, i think it's between 12 and 14 Ooh. um i connected in madrid uh, because i i live in the south of france so it was mm -hmm. easier to connect through madrid um but some other people in the small group i was in they flew through paris and directly to lima Oh, okay. So I think they had a they had a shorter flight because they were in the Paris area. I had to have a connection. Um, so it depends. But I liked it better because it was closer to my place. So that makes sense. And it's nice if you can just get on one or two flights mm -hmm. and then just go. You don't have to worry about everything else. Absolutely. <laughs> I didn't want to cross the entire country to fly through Paris. It was it wouldn't make any sense. Yeah, and I hear Charles de Gaulle is quite busy anyways. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, but any other tips will be to um, maybe prepare some sentences in Spanish, which I should have done before leaving because my Spanish has been, you know, years. It's always in school. <laughs> Most of the time, as long as you can order beer, you're good. When I was 20, I could say, well, it wasn't that long ago. And I was like, oh, it was, it was so long ago that it wasn't cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, it just remember. means you'll have to go to South America and Central America a little bit more. That's all. <laughs> I think that's the sign. I think that's what it means. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, it looks like Skype is going to run out in about four minutes. So mm -hmm. did you want to promote your company at all? Um, sure. I am an Akashic Record reader. I, um, I help people with their past lives and comic blocks. So it's about, um, yeah, anything relating to spirituality and past lives. If people believe in reincarnation. <laughs> That's super interesting though. It is. Um, how would they contact you if they're interested? Um, my website is uh, www.unleashyoursoulshine.com. Perfect. Nice and easy, simple, straight to the point. Absolutely. And I'm on <laughs> Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> and what is it, Soulshine as well for those? Or? Yes, it's uh, Unleash Your Soulshine. Perfect. That makes it nice and easy. Is there anything else that you think people should know or you want to add? Um, just be patient and take things as, as they come because, you know, not everything is going to go according to plan. And you never know when you'll catch COVID. And even, if, and even if you get upset, then just, you know, it's everything ends up, you know, going well in the end. It's It makes good stories to share, right? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> everything happens for a reason. So. Yeah, I believe that. And yeah, and just people, it's, it's better to be healthy, to go to 
South America, especially Peru, because it's some sites are quite high in altitude. So it's important. Did you ever have the altitude tea, quote unquote, which is the uh, uh, coca leaf? Yeah, I had that in a lot of um, coca leaf teas and we um, chew it as well. Well, I don't know. I liked it. So <laughs> I was telling myself it's helping and, you know, I was hydrating myself as well. So that's important, especially if you're sick. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Perfect. Well, I think I'll leave it here before Skype or not Skype Zoom cuts us off. But thank you so much for taking time out of your day to chat. Thank you for your time. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. You're very welcome. I look traveling everyone. <laughs> yes. I look forward to uh, speaking to you in the future about your next Absolutely. trips that we chatted about. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. Have a great day. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Incurable Wonderlust podcast and make sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode as well as to make it easy so you can find us when booking your next trip. If you can, recommend the Incurable Wonderlust and the Female Abroad to those that you travel with. Feel free to leave us a rating and review and if there are any topics that you're interested in learning more about or want to hear about, then make sure to include them. Also, do not forget to visit thefemaleabroad.com for helpful tips, tricks, and trips to help you on your next vacation. Are you also interested in booking your own trip but you don't know where to start? Then check out our travel planning services. The Incurable Wonderlust has new episodes released every three weeks. So thanks again for listening, and until you tune in again, safe travels! <laughs>